Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. This is the anthem right here. Nat, classic. Nat King Cole's voice. I mean, I, I have never had chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I've never done that. I'm pretty sure I never will. But somehow it works when Nat says it. It's a different time. I don't even know what the hell that is, by the way. Chestnuts roasting. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire? Sounds dangerous. Does It's kind of like, uh, <laughs> it's like a... Like a throwback version yeah, of mean, s'mores. I mean, cover that thing, please. <laughs> yeah. Crying out loud. Um, but anyway. Maybe that's your opening line at the holiday party. <laughs> Gosh, it <laughs> smells like some chestnuts roasting in an open fire. Good to see you guys. Look, uh, at, look at Grandy with the that's, hat. That's Uncle Bob. He's in the back. He's roasting chestnuts. <laughs> Grandy's got the Christmas hat. Yeah. Well, it's not a Christmas hat. Courtesy it's of the San Jose Earthquakes. San Jose Earthquakes hat. Yeah. yeah. See? Look at that. Hello. It's a very nice Happy holidays. Cat. Yeah, I kind of turned it into a puppet. But Go Quakes. Uh, go Quakes. Go Quakes. Thank you. 888 um, I had the same thought you did. Uh, can we stop assuming the Niners are just going to beat the Rams because they want to? The, the, the Rams the, look real. The Rams not only look real, they are very likely to desperately need that football game the last week of the year. So... In order to just like, oh, they lost the Ravens. That was fun. For that, like, no, no, the Niners need this game on Monday um, for two reasons. One, I don't want to assume that they're going to beat the Rams. And two, um, I- I'd like them to be able to rest some guys in that game, too. Well, the, the, first of all, if the Niners win this weekend against Baltimore on Monday and they get some help, the rest of the run, the rest of the season, is done. I know people think, well, they got to win two. They actually can clinch the number one seed. If the Niners win this weekend and Dallas, Detroit, and Philly all lose, the Niners are the number one seed. Right. Seems unlikely. Seems unlikely. Uh, but Cowboys, it could happen Cowboys have weekend. a hard game. Philly's got the Giants. I know. DeVito, I know. his agent. I know. Well, look, There's a lot they, of smooching they, going on the there. The Eagles aren't going to blow anybody out. I think they've already proven that. Right. So there's that. And Detroit is what? At Minnesota, I think? I'm not sure. I Detroit think Detroit's is. at Minnesota. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Yeah. So eh. Detroit at Minnesota, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the Niners have a shot. And then the Ravens, they can take home the AFC North if they win and Cleveland loses. 
Um, and if they also win this game, they get a great shot at the number one seed in the AFC. So both teams have something to play for. And to me, this game's going to be really, really interesting just to see who's in, who's up, who's active, who's inactive. If you're Kyle Shanahan, I mean, you got to have a healthy Eric Armstead, a healthy Dre Greenlaw, and a healthy Javon Hargrave if you're going to go to the Super Bowl. And Greenlaw's not even on the injury report, which is amazing because the guy's got like seven different injuries. Seriously. And Armstead's got plantar fasciitis. He's got a sore knee. Hargrave's got a hammy. Have you seen his legs? <laughs> when you have a hammy, a big and you've got, that's a big hamstring. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking. Ricky, and if you and I pull a hamstring, you know, it's no big deal. It's a tiny little hamstring. When Ricky Henderson pulled a hamstring in like the 80s, well, he was out for like three and a half months. Well, I, all those guys, you see how slowly Trent Williams now recovers. Um, like, I just, you know, if, if I were that size and you've got a lower body injury, I mean, my God. Those legs have a lot to carry around. Let's put it that way. So, yeah, you don't so want to mess do? with any of this. If you're Shanahan, how do you play your hand of cards? I mean, well, and then the other one that's really weird, no CMC on the injury report. Did you see on the Arizona sideline where he looked like he was actually like trying to put his knee back in place? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure he was trying to put the brace back in place. He put a wrap on it. So, I don't know. He was weird the way he was grabbing his you knee. Think like, his knee was dislocated or something. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I the guy is no. the guy is superhuman. But um, look, I, I think you play this the same way you would play all the others, which is this way. No, I'm not pushing guys who aren't ready. I'm not. I'm not trying to win it at that level. But I'm also not holding guys out who are pretty much ready. Because I think next week's more important or something like that. And I don't think Kyle ever does that. You know, in the NFL, you can't assume things like that. You can't just be like, oh, we don't need this week. Let's get next week. Who knows who the hell is going to be healthy next week? You got another game to play on Monday night. Who knows who they could lose? So you got to. But I mean, like, okay, so do do you sit Armstead? Knowing that if you can get you know a win this week and maybe one more win that he's going to have, you'd have two weeks. You'd have week eighteen and then the bye week to rest him up. I mean, you know, these are these are tough decisions because you got there's certain guys you gotta have. I agree with you. I just that's how I would do it. I would simplify it though. I wouldn't really make it about the surroundings. I wouldn't make it about hey we could win next week. I would just ask are are they ready. Don't push him. Don't well, push him to be fasciitis. ready. Oh, it's like what's the solution? Rest. Yeah, but I mean, if that's the solution, then you guys sit him out the rest of the year. It's not like it's going to be. I mean, they they play again six days after they play this one. It's not going to be all healed. I'd, six, lean, I'd lean on my depth, man. Well, I'd that's lean on fine. My depth. Yeah, that's I'd fine. I'd lean on my depth. I if McCaffrey's not one hundred percent, as soon as you get this game in hand, it's JP Mason time. I don't want to see him late. I don't know if, if you're going to get this game in hand. This one might be different. I know this one might be different. Though I actually feel good about this game because I don't think the Ra- the Ravens play with light boxes, um, and they lean. They on paper they look great against the run, but when you look deeper into the numbers, Warren. Sharp had a great article this week. The Ravens struggle against 21 and 22 personnel. They struggle against teams that put two backs on the field at the same time. The Niners do that more than almost any other team in football. Oh, oh the Niners are better than the Ravens. 
Niners, I think I think the Niners are going to win this game because they can run it on the Ravens, and I think without Keaton Mitchell, the Ravens can't run it. On yeah, the Niners. The, the, the Niners are better than the Ravens. I like again doesn't necessarily mean that they're they're going to win this game, but I, I've gotten to the point where I feel good about the Niners' chances when they take the field. That, that's when I feel good about the Niners' chances. They are the the Niners best. have blown yeah. people out. That's a big part yeah. of it. I mean, yeah. you're, the Niners have won six straight games by double digits. I think that's probably where that confidence is only, coming their from. Their only win not by double digits is when Sean McVegas uh, put up that stupid field goal at the end of the week two, right? Aren't all their wins by double digits? Uh, I think all but that a, one. That's a good question. I yeah, I think 10 of their 11 wins are by double digits. The only one that wasn't is because... McVay kicked a weird field goal at the end of the game. Yeah, it looks it looks about right. Yeah, yeah, they're better than everybody, and it's not close. Quite a bit better, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I like their chances, and I'm with you except for this one caveat, and this is just sort of the way I look at it. I get it if people don't agree, but... I just don't know how well you can protect people in football. I know we want to, but the whole, like, gosh, sit guys out, save them for next week. If you have a lead, pull them. He's never done that. I mean, he's playing McCaffrey in the fourth quarter of games where they're up by two scores. He just doesn't look at it that way. And McCaffrey could play one play on Monday night, and that could be the play where something goes wrong. You know, like, it just... You, it's football. You know this better than anyone. You can't hide. You well, can't only, hide. Yeah, there's only so many guys that are up on game day, and you don't have. It's not college football. You know, you don't just have an endless arsenal of dudes just standing there. But he's had opportunities to run JP Mason and not run McCaffrey in games where the Niners have been up by double digits, multiple scores, and there's McCaffrey. So all I would say is. Kyle and and uh, you know the running back coaches for the Niners, Anthony Lynn and Bobby T. Um, you guys make the call. Don't let Christian make the call. You make the call. Right. Christian doesn't ever want to leave the field. Christian never wants to leave the field. Right. Yeah. Protect him. Protect said player from, him, from but what himself. Is, but what does that look like? You mean starting him I'm or saying, how long you keep I'm, him in? I'm or? saying if you have a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter, I want to see J.P. Mason. Yeah. I don't want to see any more McCaffrey in that situation. So that that's what I'm... And then the other thing in this game that's kind of interesting is the MVP is probably going to be decided in this game. This is a huge TV audience. Um, you know, Purdy's the betting favorite. Uh, Lamar, I believe, is the second choice, though Purdy's numbers are way, way better. Um, and uh, and McCaffrey's got a shot as well. Whoever goes off in this game, I think, is going to get the MVP. Don't answer this yet. I think I know the answer, but I wonder what your response is. And we'll open it up to the calls as well, uh, because there's a bigger conversation here. It's a simple question, but I think there's... A, a, a complex way to answer it. 888-957-9570. Um, which quarterback would you want running your team right now if you could have your pick uh, between uh, Brock Purdy and Lamar Jackson? We'll get to that on a Football Friday. It's brought to you by First Five California to learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress. Go to firstfivecalifornia.com and don't miss the kickoff show Monday with Low Neal and I'm sorry. 
Oh, Larry Kruger, uh, two hours before the I, start I don't of the game. get top billing on that? I, I switched it. <laughs> um, I don't know. Lone Neal just popped off the page. Hilton Santa Clara, that's where there'll be. Delicious food, great drinks, and of course, these two gentlemen have the best pregame show in the Bay. It's presented by Habas Law. You've been wronged. Habas Law will fight to make it right. Call 1-800-INJURED or visit HabasLaw.com. This is Willard and Dibs. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. All right, you ready for it? You ready for it, Larry? Let's Larry do it. Here. You ready for, oh my gosh, you're such a homer. You ready for it? Yes. I would totally take Purdy over Lamar Jackson. Um, the more important part is that we can even have the conversation. If you'd had the conversation a little bit ago, um, that would have been crazy talk, but... Uh, People still get a little bugged when Brock Purdy gets compared to whenever we bring up those names, right? Oh, the top quarterbacks in the game. You notice Lamar's name never comes up, which is kind of odd. And maybe it's because of his different style of play. But all you hear is Mahomes and Allen. Mahomes and Allen. Then sometimes people throw in like Hertz and Herbert. Sometimes. Burrow. Burrow, okay. Out of sight, out of mind. I like Burrow more than Yeah, I I, I agree, but out of sight, out of mind with the injury. Um you don't hear people bring up Lamar. And uh, I don't know where this is going as far as comparing Purdy to to some of the other top guys in the game. We inch closer to it each time because his numbers suggest that you should. And for those of us who actually watch the games, we can easily debunk stupid stuff like dink and dunk and, and, and bubble screen and, right. and, and all of that. Running the system. All of that stuff is just absurd if you actually watch the game. So... There's that side of it, but I I think of it a different way. You notice the way the Ravens have started to throw the ball a little bit more this year, and you get why. I, Lamar Jackson is someone who, every time he plays, I have a high level of worry that he's not going to make it through the game. Because he does run a lot, and because he almost never, even when he's still in the pocket... He almost never just takes the sack. 
Because if you're Lamar and you have that kind of athleticism, you always think you can get away. Extend the play. You, he ran 4-3 coming out of Louisville. I mean, he's a star. Yeah. So you always think you can get away. And that, to me, is so dangerous in terms of the staying power of his career and who does he become when he loses a step. So if you ask me right now, Sign up for the next seven years of, and then fill in the blank as your quarterback, Brock Purdy or Lamar Jackson. I'm going Brock Purdy. I think Brock, like Brock moves around, but I think he plays a relatively, as as much as you can, a safe brand of the position. Yeah, that that's why I'd answer that way. I, I mean, I, I'm a big Lamar fan, but. Uh, to me, you know, I mean, it's. I think it's interesting. You said he doesn't get the respect as the of the other guys. It's because he hasn't gotten it done in the playoffs. He's won an MVP though. He's won an MVP, but he hasn't gotten it done in the playoffs. Well, your reputation is made in the playoffs. That's where regular season's nice, but who you are as a player, I think, is cemented by what you do in the playoffs. He's one and three in the playoffs. Brock Purdy is technically two and one, but he's really two and zero in the playoffs because yep. that that Philly game last year. And then you know if you look in the regular season, Brock's seventeen and three if you count the Miami uh, game as a as a win for him, and I would. Lamar's fifty six and nineteen, both really good excellent. numbers. Those excellent, are excellent yeah. numbers. But but if you look at the numbers this year, Brock's better. I mean, just better. I mean, um, if if numbers mean anything to you, pick your number. Completion percentage, Lamar's at 66.3, Brock's at 69.8. Touchdowns, Lamar's at 17 passing touchdowns, Brock's thrown 29. Uh, picks are both the same, seven apiece. If yards per attempt is, for me, that's my stat. That's the stat I always look at. Lamar's is 7.7 yards per attempt. Purdy's 9.9. He drops back to pass. He completes a pass. It's a first down. And then passer rating. You know, Lamar's at ninety six point or ninety six point five. Purdy's at one nineteen. <laughs> one nineteen. Yeah. Then you look at the efficiency. Brock Purdy's doing this despite the fact that he's not really throwing the ball in the fourth quarter. His numbers Brock Purdy, I think, is discounted for a couple of reasons. One, his draft position. Draftism. We, we you yep. talked about that, yep. draftism. Um the other one is just People just look at him and just don't see the big strapping 6'5 guy with the broad shoulders and just immediately are like, this guy can't be it. Mm -hmm. Um, But in reality, he's so good. When you watch him as much as we have, he's so good that he makes it look easy. Mm -hmm. And what was the reminder of that is when he missed two plays. And there was Sam Darnold last week. Totally. And it's like the same weapons, same coach, same everything, same offense. You literally just subbed in a new quarterback, and the throw comes, the release is a little bit late, and it, and the ball's a little bit high, and suddenly it's like, eh, doesn't it's not doesn't look so automatic, does it? Brock makes it look really, really easy. And then Brock's numbers are deflated by the fact that they're blowing teams out in the fourth quarter. So you've got. The quarterback that has the best numbers, who's the most efficient, but makes it look super easy, and then his numbers are a little bit deflated by the fact that they're getting it done in three and a half quarters. I think that's that. Those are the factors that make people go, well, maybe Prescott, maybe this guy, maybe that guy. Um, in reality, 
it's I mean I'm shocked by it to be a to, and I thought Brock was good last year, but MVP in his second year, I mean that's what we're talking about. That's a, that's really an unbelievable thing if you think it's about unbelievable. It. And he's I would argue one win away when people go oh Lamar has achieved a lot in the league. Well, Purdy's probably one win away from achieving the same thing, which is an MVP. He's got more playoff wins already. Already got more playoff wins. It's just fascinating to me. We do this a lot, obviously. But when you look at the production he's getting and, and, and people would want for another quarterback, how can you? How can you? I don't know who the best quarterback in the league is. Patrick Mahomes is the face. That's who I'd pick. But I know who is by far and away having the best season. And, and that's Brock Purdy. So why would you want for anything? Oh, I would definitely take Lamar. You would? Why? Like, yeah. I'd, uh, why? And by here, you want to know? I mean, what, he might do amazing things in Kyle's offense. He but might, it's, but it's but a Brock's big, doing amazing things in Kyle's offense. But Lamar, because of the speed, because of the skill sure, set, but he, you know, you, it makes you wonder because um, Lamar is just a dangerous open field runner. I understand why but people Brock's kind a better of thrower. Brock's a better thrower than Lamar, right? And Brock's quick. Brock's yeah. that's the other thing that people just don't give Brock a lot on is that. He he's a much better athlete than people think. Oh no question. I think it surprised everybody. Every game where he would buy time or even just run around the edge for ten yards or whatever. I was like, oh my gosh! Like, I mean, he's faster than Lance. Yeah. And you got Lance to be a dual threat quarterback. Look to to me. This is here's another one. This is another, and this is an extension of the silly, ridiculous statements. The system quarterback, the product, all of that stuff that people say. Here's another one that's really starting to get me, and it's the idea of what a player has around him. Okay, what Brock has around him. I even just saw and it flew by. I didn't even get a chance to see who did it, but someone just commented on our YouTube. Well, Brock's got the best rushing team in the NFL. No, he doesn't. No, Lamar does. Lamar has the best rushing Lamar, team. now you're going to say, well, no part of that is Lamar because of his rushing stats. It's a fair retort, but the bottom line is the bottom line. The production out of the rush game, Ravens number one in the NFL. Right. And please stop with he doesn't have weapons. This kid Zay Flowers is fantastic. He had who people would think is the second best receiving tight end in the game until he got hurt in, in Mark Andrews. Um, he's got Odell Beckham. This guy was for years an NFL one at a wide receiver. Oh, he's got four good receivers. He's got a bevy of right. I mean, even even going to Bateman and, and the rest, a bevy of good running backs. The production is there. And but, I don't remember anybody saying this about Steve Young. No, thank you, Joe Montana. Hello, these like guys had these guys had an awesome and, surrounding cast. Jalen Hurts receiving core. Are you kidding me? Right. Like yes, the good teams have good weapons. So the idea, I don't know why that only gets hung around Purdy's. Now, oh, look at all the, all he has at his disposal. Right. If he's we, not a game changer. Yes, he is. He's <laughs> he, changed their game, has he I know, not? But that's the Cam, that the was Niners? the Cam Newton. I know. He's not a game changer. Brock Purdy, he's not a game changer. Well, he's he, a game manager. I don't know. But then he, then he doubled down and said, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, were also game managers. So I don't know what Cam was talking about. And Cam, by the way, only had three winning seasons and seven losing seasons in his career and didn't fall in the fumble in the Super Bowl. To me, that's the defining moment. Sure. But, I mean, I, that whole that, – I, I don't know that Cam knew what he wanted to say when he said that, when he went, started going down that road. But, yeah, no, it's, just, it's easy to look at Purdy and just be like, hey, 
Debo, IU, Kittle. He does. He's got a great group of weapons. But he's also doing this behind an offensive line that's bottom third of the league in, in pass block win rate, which is kind of the key O-line yeah. metric. Um, so, you know, the, the other one, too, that always kills me is that there's people that are like, you know, they'll be rough on Kyle Shanahan until it's time to talk about Brock Purdy. Then all of a sudden, Kyle Shanahan, like, Kyle Shanahan is not doing this. Kyle Shanahan's not doing that. Right. And then all of a sudden, but he's got Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan's system, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's which like, is so great. Well, can we decide? It's if, so great. Yeah. Right. I mean, and then, you know, nobody ever says anything about, <laughs> about Andy Reid and the system that, you know, Mahomes had well, Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey well, and, and, can, and Isaiah and, Pacheco. Can, and, we, can we stop? denigrating, and I don't mean this about Purdy, I mean it about anyone. Can we stop denigrating athletes who have a hard time functioning the same when everything crumbles around them? That is not a Purdy thing. That's just a thing. Watch Patrick Mahomes this year and explain to me how, oh, but he can carry the team by himself. He lost a Super Bowl. Can he? They can't get to 20 points most games. Can he? He's the face of the league, and the Chiefs can't get to 20 points most of the time when they play. Why? Because he doesn't have a receiver who can catch. Right. So, yeah. How about Steph Curry? What happened? KD left. Clay got hurt. Draymond's hurt. What happened? Number two pick in the draft. How about Mahomes losing a Super Bowl? Why? He didn't have, he didn't have two offensive tackles. Yeah, like they were e- down. Everybody, I mean, everybody gets worse when good people around you go away. Everybody. Was it two years ago that LeBron didn't even make the playoffs? Didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, like so. These are team sports. Yes, you can't just do it. Like it's funny. We want those great athletes. You got to be able to carry your team. But then we have no problem when that athlete looks at their GM and goes, "Trade me because you won't give me any help." Well, I mean, and also, I, hey, we, Dame Lillard, why can't you just carry him by yourself? We, why do you need to go join someone else? We forget too, Emek. Joe Montana won the Super Bowl in '81. He didn't win it in '82. He didn't win it in '83. He didn't win it in '85. He didn't win it in '86. He didn't win it in '87. He didn't win it in '90. He didn't win it in '91. You know, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, he won the Super Bowl, um, and he had some incredible years. But they didn't win the Super Bowl every year because it's a team game. Right. And one of those years, and the other thing is, you know, there's a reason they have parades that are really expensive in the middle of, you <laughs> yeah. know, trying economic times, and they still have gigantic parades. Why? Because it's a monumental achievement. And also, you know, you got all these teams striving for the same goal. You know what? You could be really, really special, and the Niners were almost every year in the 80s. But 85, the Bears were more special. Totally. 86, the Giants were more special. 87, the Redskins were more special. You know what I'm saying? 90, the the Giants were more special. The Niners were awesome in the early 90s with Steve Young, uh, but the Cowboys were better. So, I mean, it's just, it's a team game. And, and, and nobody, I mean, the team that Montana had when he won his last Super Bowl, Tom Rathman, Roger Craig, Jerry Rice, John Taylor, Brent Jones. I mean, it's an amazing cast. Loaded. The, nine, the, the Steve Young team, take out Craig and Rathman, take out Craig and, and uh, Rathman and put in Ricky Waters and Bar None. And you had the same Brent Jones, John Taylor, uh, Jerry Rice. And you had Dion and B.Y. and all these great players on defense. 
It's a team game. It's a team game. Brock's not oh. doing it by himself, but he definitely is, is playing. The, to me, a, a scouting buddy of mine called me uh, two weeks ago, and he said, and I think it was after the IUK play, and he said, man, this guy, and this guy's really into the esoteric stuff, but he's like, man, Brock's feet. He's like, he's one of the only quarterbacks I've seen in the last five or ten years who has both really, really quick feet and really, really quiet feet. And That's what he interesting. what he meant by it is just like he can elude the rush and move and get get to a spot when you when you rush him, but then he when he's not being rushed, his his feet are very calm. He knows he every step is kind of well choreographed. He doesn't have the pitter patter Jimmy Garoppolo kind of hectic helter skelter kind of feeling. He's very calm, but then if he needs to move quickly and get out of there, he can. Um. I always try to share this history lesson whenever I can. I don't like to have to go back this far to do it, but in this case, I think it, it, it's fair. Um, people don't know that Michael Jordan's career with the Bulls actually started in 1984. Most fans think it started in 1991 when they won a championship. Right. But it turns out that for seven years, he did not win. He scored 63 in the playoffs against the Celtics and lost. This is a fact now. I know. Crazy, right? Did you know that Michael Jordan played more than six years? I know he's got six rings, but he did. He played in those years and didn't even make it to the finals. That's my favorite one. LeBron lost in the finals. Michael didn't even make it. He didn't even make it because they weren't a team yet. So this is one that we got to start knocking this down i'm tired of knocking athletes when it's like oh they didn't put the whole team on their back or they didn't elevate or they didn't do it by themselves or this like oh my gosh they they lost key players and they got worse yeah right that's how it works well that's why we're sitting here worried about mccaffrey and his knee and we're worried about armstead and his foot and we're worried about hargrave and his hamstring because if they don't play the niners are lesser did you watch the cardinals go for five a carry or six a carry or whatever the hell it was because their two d tackles were out and you become a worse product that's just not a it's not a slight on an individual I, i mean maybe we can have this conversation in baseball maybe well and then the other the other part of this i think do you think Joe Montana knows something about playing quarterback? Yes. Yeah, I would say, too, that Joe probably knows a little something about playing quarterback. Guess who he says is the best quarterback? Dan Marino. And he never won. So what does that tell you? It tells you that you know you could be the greatest quarterback of all time, potentially. And Dan Marino was right there with the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I don't sure. care. I don't care that he doesn't wear rings. I really don't care. Um, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. There's no doubt. Now, is he the best? According to a guy that I consider the best, Joe, he considers Marino the best. So, you know what? What are we, We're all going to sit there that no, Joe. Joe, you don't know quarterbacks. Well, what? what Charles Barkley was no good. Right. Patrick Ewing was no good. Um, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I would have, Lamar Jackson's fantastic. He's flipping fantastic. He has one playoff win. Right. Are In four tries. To, yeah. And we're supposed to say not a good player because he hasn't done that. We reserve it by like I know you've noticed this. We reserve it for only certain people. Like, you know what I mean? Let's we're even, a very all or nothing well, kind of a world now. I see. I think it's your branding and what's around you and the amount of talk. 
you, you, Lamar's in Baltimore. You don't hear a lot of people trying to like jam Lamar down your down your throat. Um, but like Dak Prescott, I don't know if he's great. He's really good. Dak Prescott's a really good quarterback. Um, he's not quite good enough so far in his career, but by the same time... He wasn't great like, against the Niners no, this year. He's actually not usually good when they play a good team. He wasn't very good against They're the Bills. They're kind of a bully team. Th- that's true. But, like, it, it, there are reasons. It's not just be like, okay... You don't. Win, you haven't won the final prize, or you haven't won a ton of playoff games. It's not A to B. Okay, that means you're not good. Um, th- th- there's just there's more to that conversation. Is all I'm saying with, with each player. Yeah, and also I would say the other thing that that makes Brock should vault Brock pretty higher in 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 your eyes is it's always in in sports. It's like at what stage. The fact is, Brock Purdy's a second-year quarterback who's twenty-three. You you saw Richard Sherman make you know point that out. That that's that you know Steve Young was a great Niner. He wasn't really great until like thirty-one. So right. this whole I mean, people have already decided that Trey Lance is a bust and it's going to be terrible and he's never going to have a career. And I personally am not don't subscribe to that uh, theory either. I, you know, it takes it, it takes some people a lot of time, but the guys who can do it at a young age, that really shows. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that you know a second year quarterback comparing him to a, fi- a fifth year quarterback is like comparing a second grader and a fifth grader, but it's it, you know there's there's development, and, the, and I always thought it was funny this off season. One of the key, key uh, things that people kept bringing up, you know, Brock's unlikely to get better. What? Why? Oh gosh, we did and that I, all off season. And I asked Brock in the first mini camp. I said, "Brock, how are you now compared to this point last year?" And he was like, "Oh God, it's not even close. Night and day." Last year, he's like, "I couldn't even remember uh, the plays and and get. I just was concentrating on, on spitting out the right verbiage at the line of scrimmage and getting the plays voiced correctly." Now. I'm in step with my receivers. I know who's in, quick in and out of their breaks. I know the nuances involved with each and every play. So I mean, he's in, he's improved dramatically from one year to the next. This I, three years from now, he's going to be quite a bit better than he is yeah, right thank now. Thank you. What are the, this was now? Debs and I did this a lot in the off season because he kept saying that. He, oh yeah, I think that this is he's already at his best. And I'm like, how is that even possible? Like what? What was it? about Brock Purdy, or any player for that matter, which was kind of my retort, why at age 23, with a sum total of about 11 games under your belt, how on earth would that be the ceiling? Well, like and whatever forget you football, see, it could be any job. It could yeah, be this job. you got to get better. Are you telling me the third show you did was as good as the it, shows that you do was, I remember it now was a on a regular show. basis? It was a really good show. But <laughs> it was yeah. an amazing no, show. No, no, I was an idiot. Right. I didn't even know I what said, I was doing. Right. You're just kind of, you trial, you trial and error. That's what most people learn. Uh, yeah. And and, and anybody, and, 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 and that's the same for everybody. If you're a mechanic, the first time you, you know, rebuilt a carburetor, you probably aren't as good at it as you would be after you did it a hundred times. It's, it, we all learn through life experiences and you get better. Or, um, I mean, you know, or you get worse if you're if you really don't you know care about it. But if you care about it, you're going to get better for sure. Um, Want to shout out uh, Jim Mole on our YouTube who put in a nine ninety nine super chat. 
uh, and says, Merry Christmas, boys, young in Montana. That's, that's my guy, by the way. Is, me, and Jim, me and Jimmy were, he was in my uh, in my fraternity in college. Oh, then you got to go see him tonight. He's inviting you out tonight. Is he? Yeah. Jimmy, uh, where are you going to be? He's he at says, the old ship? Young and Montana won MVPs with Rice and Walsh. So Brock has every right to take the prizes if he continues this run. Cheers all. Drinks on me at the House of Shields tonight. I gotta write that down. Write that down. <laughs> write that down. I appreciate the invite. I will be at the Warrior Game. But, House uh, of Shields. House, House of Shields. Where Thank is you. that? Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah, Google. House of Shields. House of Shields. Jimmy, appreciate you, brother. Love you. House of Shields is uh oh gosh, it's right down the street. It's on New Montgomery. There you go. It's right down the street. It's right around the corner. I'll to, I'll walk to, out of here and go get a freebie, brother. I'll have to text him. I'll have to text him. Though I do have some last-second Christmas shopping that I do have to do. So I got a bunch of that done this morning. Did you? I'm still not there. I clear tomorrow. I'm a last-second guy. Yeah, well, I used When it comes to Christmas shopping. Well, I used to be, and now the, the, it's just too big of a project. I used to almost like get a... I kind of got a, um, a, like a lot of fun out of that. We'd be like, I'm just, we're going <laughs> to December 22nd. Let's find out what's left. Right. But the world has changed and stores stock less. Right. And Amazon rejects you. I mean, how many, raise your hand if you ordered something within the last week and Amazon had the little green line arrives before Christmas and then you got the email about an hour or 48 hours ago. Oh, so sorry. Things. So now December 27th. I paid like four dollars extra today yeah, for an item to make sure that it arrived. Of course, tomorrow. it ruins everything. Amazon knows this. You can't just be like, "So it's just a couple days late." Well, no, that doesn't work anymore. Right, right. I don't want it at all. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> oh, Christmas present on December twenty seventh. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, presented by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. Uh, yeah, we'll get to some of your calls on this next. And uh, I think both of us want to get loose also on what happened in Major League Baseball free agency over the last 24 hours. Well. Yeah, yeah. Did, Jason Luckin, four and a half hour. Well done, Dips. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. All right, Jason Lock in four and a half hour. Niners, Ravens, stop telling me the game is like, ah, you know, that'd be nice if they can get it. But like, whatever, no big, stop. That's not the way they're thinking in Santa no, Clara. that doesn't exist in the NFL. I mean, it's funny you got to remind a 49er fan base 
urgency and the power of now. Like, I don't know who's going to be healthy for the game against the Commanders. I don't know what's going to happen when the Rams come to town. They look really good. Like, this is a huge game that they've got game. to get. And it's a loose, they're a loose, the Niners have a loose room because they know they're good, but it's focused. It's a loose room that's focused. By the way, I, I, can I tell you my disaster story from Please. the locker room? You had it this week? This week. You had a disaster? Well, I mean, I consider it a disaster. Wow, I'm sorry. All right, so Somebody's... I'm doing an interview with the newest 49er. They have a guy, his name's Taylor Stallworth. Okay. Practice squad, defensive tackle because of the injuries to Kalia Davis. They signed this kid. And he's got a great personality. And I read that in the bio about the guy. He's got a great personality. So I'm, oh, I'll go interview him. So I interview him. And sure enough, he had great personality. He's from South Carolina, friends with Debo, friends with uh, Kinlaw. So I'm walking out of the locker room on Wednesday, and uh, Debo's sitting right there at his locker. And there's, you know, they got a basket in the in the locker room. Okay. And uh, the ball, Ayuk shoots the ball, it bounces over by Debo. <laughs> so, but Debo's on his phone and he's kind of typing away. So it's right there by my feet. So I reach up and grab the basketball and I'm about to throw the pass to Ayuk. And uh, Debo goes, "I'll I'll do I'll do an interview with you and you can ask me anything you want if you can hit this jumper." <laughs> So, so now you know, oh uh, you know, I start hamming it up. I'm going around the back, oh, and uh, I'm like Devo. You know, I played high school ball. You know, you know, you, you know. You, come on, man. You, you don't think I can hit an 18 footer and all this stuff? Please start whopping him. By the way, okay. I mean he's just hanging out with the Niner wide receiver core, joking around. Right. Uh, so I, then I, stop I'm like, whopping me. <laughs> I, 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 I'm like God. I just got. I, I got to make sure that you know I don't airball. Just this hit thing. the rim. Exactly. Just hit the rim. Hit the rim. So I, I, I reach up, take, take the shot, shoot it. I hit nothing. Oh, fuck. I didn't hit the rim. I didn't hit the backboard. I, I think I might have hit a practice squad guy in the back uh, while he was changing. I just, and Debo's like, get out of here. Get out of here. Like, disgust. As he should. I know. It was, it was, Do it was bad. Do you understand how important those moments are? And I hammed it up, too. I was like, you know, and, and even I had the PR guy Dang going. It. Man, let's see if you let's see if you have any athletic ability at all. And the answer's no. And the answer, nah. was, no. The yeah, answer by, was By the way, those are the moments. You know those players are always I like I wanted it, Mark. Like you never played. What do you know? Right, right. Like those are the moments where you can be like, Yeah, I'm not in the NFL. I'm not in the NBA. But like I 18, can do this. Eighteen footer, nothing but net. And then you throw the ball off the ceiling. I and did hit the ceiling, but it was like one of those. I felt like I was like Clay Thompson. I, I you know, I, I lost my legs. You know, and I mean, I, I, you know, I. You let the whole Bay Area sports media down. They were all out of the room. Thankfully, thankfully, no, all the cameras no, and everything. You let us down. I you know. represented us. I know. And I had a chance for a one-on-one with Debo. Oh dang it! And instead, he wasn't going to tell you anything. Anymore. Air ball. Airball. He's like, you can ask me anything, and I'll tell you. I'm like, oh. What would you have asked him? <laughs> As the ball <laughs> yeah. is spinning through the air, are you thinking to yourself, I'm going to ask Debo? Fill in that blank. I would have said, Debo, <laughs> truth be told, you have one vote. Who gets the MVP, Brock or CMC? Oh. What do you think you would have said? He'd have to be. <laughs> no comment on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly what See, he would have said. I always, uh, this is what you, I mean, 
this actually should have been your first question for Debo. Your first question while the ball is in the air. Don't tell me I can ask you anything. Will you answer anything? <laughs> right. No, anybody can say, ask me anything. Yeah. Go ahead. Ask me anything. Ask me anything, Larry. Mark, um, where did you take the pictures for your Christmas card? No comment. No comment. No. No comment. Actually, it was Cabo. Um, Very nice Christmas card. Thank you. Pictures thank you. on the front well, and the back. Yeah, the pictures, and you didn't break the rule, which is putting too many pictures and making them too small. So yeah. it's like, no, we can't really see any of them. I appreciate that. Pick, thank pick you. one or two pictures in that, that are decent size. Well, the one on the front was in Petaluma. If okay. you really want to get exact, the one with me and the kids, that's in Petaluma in my uncle's backyard. Nice. Uh, it's a very then, nice backyard. Yeah, the one on the back uh, that the lovely Christy is in as well is by the pool in Cabo. And then the I'm one, just amazed how fa- how fast your little guys oh, have grown up. L- so little that they're bigger than me. Yeah, you yeah. got some big guys now. And your, then, uh, your, big, your oldest kid's big. Um, the one of Penny is at the dog park. Um, I don't then, refer to her as and Penny. Then the other I, one, I, I reject the whole notion uh, of her name. Uh, look, she's younger, Mark, faster, she's prettier. I had the first Penny. You then had a dog. You knew my dog's name was Penny. Who said anything about first? Who cares who was first? I, I was second. I, I, my I, dog is better than My dog, dog was established. My dog, my, yeah, my dog mean, had friends yeah. before your dog ever showed up. Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback of the Niners before Brock Purdy you was. Know, who do you like better? You know, We're not going to have another know. kid, but if suddenly my wife and I decided we're going to have another kid, oh, and I say, well, it. hey. We're going with Jude. We're going, we're going, be, we're going with be, Jude. I'd be honored. I'd be honored. <laughs> you I'd be honored. Like you stole it. <laughs> stole the name. Uh, yes. And then the uh, the other, I want to shout out the place because one of my favorite restaurants, the one that is just me and the lovely Christy is at the Barrel House in Sausalito. Nice. I love Sausalito. Love rest. Love that. Very restaurant. underrated place. Go to uh, Sausalito. Take the ferry, maybe. Go for a little bike ride. Yes. Yes. Oh Sausalito's beautiful. beautiful. Right on the water there. It's yeah. so beautiful. Uh, T and SF. Hey, T. What's up? You're on Willard and Kruger. Hey, fellas. Thanks for taking my call. I'm going to get straight to it, man. Yep. Hey, listen. Before, the, what got me hot is before this game manager uh, uh, quote-unquote phrase came into existence, Quarterbacks were celebrated for coming in and getting the ball to the great offensive players, not turning the ball over. What happened was these analysts for these teams that get beat with, by quarterbacks that's okay but have great defenses and great offensive players, they start making up this game manager phrase. This game manager phrase, yeah. So I, when y'all was talking about it earlier, I looked up at the dictionary. What does a quarterback mean? And it says, obviously, the, the, the most obvious, uh, offensive player, stands behind the center, gets the ball, directs the offensive play. Then you scroll down. It says, what does it mean to be a quarterback in a business? Same thing. Somebody that directs the the team towards success. Just like it says, quote-unquote, just like an NFL quarterback does with his team towards the Super Bowl. So no matter how you phrase it, a quarterback directs his team and he leans on his offensive players for success. 
The problem, and, and another thing, the problem is this, though. The, our offensive players are so dynamic, and he can just throw it to them, and they can make stuff happen. It, it makes his job look so easy, but they don't pay attention to those tight window throws and those bombs he'd be putting on the money with pressure right in his face. They don't talk about that. And when they compare him to Joe Montana, I'm telling you, it's not overreaching. It's two things that's, that's spot on about comparing him to Joe. One of them is you guys talk about it all the time is, 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 is his accuracy. This is, is point blank. He, even though he got players that get separation, he still puts it in the basket. The other thing that you guys don't talk about is they didn't see Joe Montana coming in a pool of superstar quarterbacks. All of a sudden, this guy, not the fastest, not the strongest arm, he wasn't Dan Marino, Joe Montana, he wasn't tall, and he didn't have the rocket arm, but he was throwing accurate passes to these players, and they was just winning games, blowing people out. Next thing you know, they winning Super Bowls. This is the same thing that's happening. I'm telling you, it's not overreaching. Brock Purdy is the real deal, and he should win the MVP, even though McCaffrey is awesome. It's a quarterback's uh, 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 trophy. It's totally. And T, thank you so much. And, and it should a be. lot of good points. It should be a quarterback award, unless there isn't a, a one that 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 steps forward and and deserves it. It's the most important position in sports, and I don't know why we we act like there's it's lacking fairness if we won't start thinking about a running back or a wide receiver. Uh, there, there's no way. There is no way if you're starting a football team and you're sitting there with a star quarterback and a star running back, and okay, you can only pick one to start your team. There's nobody's picking the running back. No one, no one, no and, one's picking Christian McCaffrey to be on their team and and then at the expense of the quarterback position. The quarterback is is the is the guy in 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 pro football. I mean, that's why that that quarterbacks have won the MVP. It's become a quarterback award, and everybody else, offensive player wise, is competing for the offensive player of the year award. So I think ultimately, I mean, Brock Purdy deserves something. The guy tore out his elbow last year. He either deserves the comeback player of the of the year, but that's going to go to Demar Hamlin, or he probably deserves the MVP. I mean, I think there's been five quarterbacks in the last 25 years that led the NFL in yards per attempt and touchdown to interception ratio. He's the fifth to have done it. The other four have all won the MVP. And that's an Elias Bureau, you know, a sports bureau stat. So, and by the way, you know, if you're sitting there driving around going, it's heresy to compare Brock Purdy to Joe Montana, we're not doing it. Jerry Rice did it. Thank you. I mean, look, Jerry can make that all, comparison. All, all you have to do, uh, first of all, is say that you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ, FM, and HD1 San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch, and YouTube. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 